This is CliffCentral.com. Hi, Henry. Oh, I'm fine, and you? Good, man. Nice to see you. Yeah, All right, likewise. So, Henry, what's, uh, what's the latest? Well, how are we looking this week? So, I guess, speaking of golden toilets. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good investment right now. It, it would be, by the sounds of it. But I think there are a lot of people in Silicon Valley who sit on golden toilets daily, and I think that's annoying the Department of Justice in the U.S. What do you mean? Well, you know, they've um, they've kind of started on a witch hunt over there. So Really? Yeah. Like yeah. literally for people with golden toilets? Well, yeah, in a manner of speaking. So <laughs> they've initiated an antitrust initiative against a lot of the big tech companies in the States. So that's Facebook, um, Amazon, Apple, and Google. And essentially what they're saying is these guys have become too powerful too quickly. And they um, are powerful. They're immensely mm, powerful. They are. They are. You know, Facebook, if you think about it, Mark Zuckerberg, is in, he's the president of a country with hundreds of millions of residents. Yeah, that's true. Well, two and a half billion, really. And, and well, two and a half billion residents. And the only places that he can't get into, and it frustrates the hell out of him, is like China and North Korea. Yeah, and I guess it's only a matter of time. Yeah. Um, so that's put a lot of pressure on the share prices. Um, and if you've been watching them, you've seen that these companies have been growing their earnings, but the share prices have been flat. So essentially, they've become a lot cheaper. Um, but I think that investors are overly concerned about this because if you actually have a look at the substance of antitrust legislation in the U.S., it's basically founded on the principle of protecting consumers from harm. But if you guys think about Facebook, Google, Apple, um, and Amazon, ha- have they harmed you in any way or have they added value to your life? No, they've added value, but we, we are giving them – look, this is a very difficult conversation to have because it's not entirely clear what our information is used for, where it goes – what kinds of things might be done with it that aren't so good. Um, effectively, a lot of people are moaning just because they like to moan. But Facebook has added value to your life. You think about how you meet someone now or you see someone or you, you, you need to look someone up. First place you go is Facebook. It mm-hmm. used to be that you would look them up in the phone book. <laughs> you know, it mm-hmm. used to be that you would Google them. Now you go to Facebook and you find them and suddenly you know who their, their children are. Suddenly you know where they live. Suddenly you know what they've done for their last holiday. And they're putting that out there. They're, it's not Facebook coming into your life and stealing that information from you. You're volunteering it, so you actually don't have much to argue about. Well, exactly. And, and most of the services that you make use of on those um, platforms are provided for free. And in the case of Amazon, it's hard to argue that they haven't brought the average price of basically everything down. Yeah. Um, so I think the DOJ is going to have a tough time there, um, and it'll be years before they achieve any kind of momentum. And by then, these companies would have changed um, their structures anyway. So we think it's actually creating a nice opportunity for inv- uh, longer-term investors to get in. Because the, the share price is under pressure. Because these share prices, have, relatively speaking, they've been under pressure, yes. So if you bought now, who would you buy? Well, I, I really like Facebook. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, I, it's one of my favorite stocks at the moment. What's the business case that makes Facebook a better buy than, say, Google or Twitter or Instagram or any of those? Well, just looking at it um, well, as a Facebook company on its own. Facebook includes Instagram. So. It, it, it does. It does, and that's an important point to make. But if I had to ask you guys around the table now, what, what do you think Facebook is? What does it do to make money? Well, my, my day job is social media. So if you're looking for an opinion of the man on the street, I might not be – you know, um, give you the answer that you might want to hear. But for me, it's a really important tool for, for brands. Yeah. Um, I don't see, I don't, I don't value it at all for, um, day to day human interaction. Um, I don't use it for that myself, but I think because of introducing paid advertising, et cetera, and also algorithms to filter out, um, really bad 
advertising and um, not bad advertising, but they, they, mm-hmm. the way they are using so many different products to advertise the same thing and the same ads. Ugh. Mm-hmm. You, can I just now, say that this is the worst explanation? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> this case but really I, thinking but about what it. I, what, I like, <laughs> what I like is that it, it now searches for really good content and unique content, and it will push that to people's feeds. And obviously, you have to pay for it. But I quite yep. like that deal. Okay. All right. So what, what do you see, see the business case as? Well, well, the sense I'm getting from you guys is that it's an advertising business, right? Mm, and that's how we all understand Facebook. But it's not. So they've got around 20% of the online advertising market. And we know that global advertising spend is shifting online yes, at the sure, moment. And the way the share is being priced at the moment is that this company can't get much bigger. You know, if they've got 20% already, how much share can they gain? Mm. Um, but what people are missing is the sort of strategy that's been developing over the last couple of years. And that is, I think, it's transforming from an advertising-only business to a business-to-consumer platform. It's becoming an incredibly powerful way for just about any business to access the consumer, no matter what they're selling, right? Yeah. And there are three kind of pillars to the strategy. And Gareth's mentioned one of them. It's Instagram. It's the sort of traditional Facebook platform. And then let's not forget WhatsApp. WhatsApp is tremendously Mm. powerful. That's the one where most of the innovation is happening at the moment too. Exactly. Well, I would say it's it's an even split between Instagram and and WhatsApp. Okay. So we all understand Facebook and the value of that platform. And really it entails leveraging people's trusted networks to get them to make decisions and purchases Mm -hmm. um, in an environment that they're comfortable in. So dating, classifieds, jobs. You know, if, if you're an outdoor person and you're a member of an outdoors enthusiast group on Facebook, you'd be inclined to trust those people um, with secondhand goods, with jobs, and, and perhaps even with dating references. Yeah, of But if we look at something like Instagram, that's a really exciting part of the business. So traditionally, how have you guys bought things? Well, you would see an ad or you would go into the shop and see something you were interested in and buy it. Mm-hmm. And, and now because of online, you will search those things and then go and buy them. Or they'll be thrown in your face and then you'll go and buy them. Yeah. Well, exactly. But I mean, if before we talk about e-commerce and we all understand what's happened there, you know, after payday, everyone does the kind of the monthly pilgrimage to a shopping center and you're fighting a thousand different people. You've got the kids in tow. You've done the grocery shopping. So by the time you start walking past the shops that carry the things you'd like to buy, but you don't have to, your propensity to spend. And remember that term, propensity to spend is quite low, isn't yes. it? If they're lucky, they'll get you into the shop. Okay. And if they're lucky, you'll have some money left and you'll buy the thing that you've been looking at. So it's not a very efficient way to sell things, actually, if you think about it. The great thing about Instagram is once you've gotten home, you've put the kids to bed or they're playing video games and you're on your own. You've got time to yourself. You're not distracted. Yeah. And you're looking at things that you love. You're immersed in that, that, that subject that you're interested in. What happens to your propensity to spend? It goes up. It skyrockets, doesn't it? Mm. And that's when they catch you. So if you see the item that you love on Instagram being used by someone that you admire, an influencer, they're hitting you when your propensity to spend is at a maximum. Mm. And I think that's genius. Look, there's no doubt. And WhatsApp? I mean, where do you see the, the, the business case developing there? Because they've now got WhatsApp for business where they allow you to you know, That's reach, right. a, reach a, a closed network of people on their phones. Of course, this is an opt-in thing, so it arrives as a message to you. Yep. It's a lot more personal. It's a lot more real. It's a lot more in your face. Yeah, well, I mean, if you look at us millennials and we're fast becoming the, um, the most powerful spending group in the world, uh, we don't like talking to people. We don't like interacting to people. Yeah. You know, we, we, we like doing things in our own time on our own terms and on our phones. Yes. So there's this concept called asynchronous communication. Yes. 
And people have figured out that people in our generation like to communicate with businesses asynchronously. And what that means is I want to send you a message telling you what I want or what I need in my own time. You must respond instantly, and then I must be able to respond when I feel like it. Hmm. Um, so, for example, Capitech, apparently, you're going to be one of the first guys to roll out WhatsApp for business. So, what I can do is, if I want to transfer some money to my friend, I can simply send an instruction on WhatsApp, um, and it'll be instantly processed. Mm-hmm. Or if I have an account query, when I've got time, I can open up WhatsApp, I can send a message, and then when I'm ready, I can check the response. That's an incredibly powerful uh, tool. I think to offer businesses. So that's the one way they're going to make money. The other money is payments. Yeah. So in the, I mean, let's say for example, you've got a friend in Canada and you need to pay them a hundred rand for whatever reason. How would you do that now? You'd have EFT. to go into your bank and you'd have to do an EFT, but you'd also, because it's international, you'd Maybe have to PayPal. clear it through. So, yeah, sure. Yeah. And the cost associated with transferring that hundred rand would almost make it economically unfeasible, wouldn't it? Doesn't right. make sense. Rather right. send them a thousand bucks. So, what WhatsApp are doing is, first of all, Facebook, um, and I'm sure you guys have spoken about it, have started developing Libra, mm-hmm. which is a their highly own, their own cryptocurrency. Yes, which is meant to be a cryptocurrency that's actually linked to the global currency market. Mm-hmm. So it'll be linked, I think, to the euro, the dollar, and the Japanese yen. So unlike Bitcoin, it's the, the value of this thing is going to be quite stable. And secondly, they're looking to work with the regulators. So unlike Bitcoin, which was looking to unseat the entire banking universe, right. Libra is actually looking to work with the banking system so clever. that it becomes adopted. It becomes an industry standard, which I think is quite clever. But on top of that, WhatsApp's then going to enable you to transfer money, any amount, cost-effectively, instantly across the globe. Hmm. Oh, we. It's a lot to think about, isn't it? Mm. What do you think the main, the first major application for this is going to be and what services? And, and would it be product? stuff would it be i mean how are people going to start this this movement well i think you know there are two areas um that'll be the first to take so one's obviously e-commerce so if you're on instagram you know this is a great way to facilitate an instant payment to any merchant in the world and it'll be priced in libra and you'll become comfortable with the value of libra so you won't have to do the conversion so it becomes a sort of a universal commercial language as well as a currency um and the second way will be peer-to-peer payments Right. So if Sia needs a loan and he says to me, won't you loan, loan me a hundred bucks? I can send it straight to him. That's exactly right. Okay. All right. Well, let's mm. keep an eye. Uh, locally, what's the market like at the moment? Any improvements? So the market continues to be a rubbish place to do work. Oh, gosh. <laughs> That's Sorry, really Henry. difficult. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, at the end of the day, um, you know, corporate results have been poor and we all know why. Um, but I'd like to add a little bit of positivity to the mix today. I mean, I think that, and at the risk of becoming a little bit political, God, um, so I apologize. Am I back? Yeah, you are. Sorry. <laughs> right. Cyril Ramaphosa switched your, your button off there. He did. Well, <laughs> he doesn't have to worry because I'm going to say good things. I think they're doing um, the right things at the top. Um, basically, all your attention now needs to be focused on how well the government managed the fiscus from here. And that has a lot to do with how they manage the state-owned enterprises. And although it's early days, I mean, the guy's only been in his seat for, for just over a year now. Um, I think he's making a lot of positive changes. Okay. I'll take your word for it. But yeah. I'm, I'm not feeling very optimistic. I don't see things happening fast enough. And I see lots of people who are still um, not accountable for the things that have happened. And they're still out there doing the normal stuff that they were doing before. That's true. But, I mean, if you think about it, how quickly did you think this was all going to happen? No, sure. 
absolutely. Yeah. All right, let's get on with our day. And thank you, Henry, for helping us to start it. Um, Always hopefully, a pleasure. Hopefully we have some better news next week, but interesting stuff going on in Silicon Valley. And no golden toilets. This is CliffCentral.com.